You're listening to the GetShitDone.com podcast with Kelman Knudsen and Carrie Sullivan. All right, and welcome to another GetShitDone.com podcast. And today we have Mr. Matt Basic and Kelman, as always, will do the intro here because he knows Matt a bit better than me. <laughs> a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. What's up, guys? So we, I have the pleasure to have Matt Basak on the line for Get Shit Done. Super excited. Matt and I go way back, uh, quite a few years. Sold a lot of stuff back in the day together uh, in the internet marketing-related field. Uh, Matt is an absolute genius when it comes to lead gen, when it comes to list building, when it comes to direct response marketing on the internet. He, is, he has done this in numerous industries successfully over the course of, I don't know, how many years have you been doing this stuff now, dude? You've been doing this almost since you were in diapers or something, right? <laughs> diapers. God, I, I went from not having gray hair to having gray hair in this industry. But, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but no, I got started in 1999. Yeah. And so um, these days, you help a lot of aspiring internet entrepreneurs to become amazing internet entrepreneurs helping them to build their list, get better at writing copy, understand how all the marketing world works. But one of the things I really like about you, Matt, is that you think a million miles an hour. You're a total <laughs> fast start, quick start idea guy. You are in a million directions at once, total entrepreneurial ADD, and you're one of the few people that I can talk to who can actually keep up, which is really awesome. So I really, really love talking to you because you're able to fire stuff back at me as fast, if not faster. So. You know, you started so many different businesses, had some amazing ups, some extraordinary downs, and uh, what really what we want to talk today is is you're an entrepreneur, you're a dad, you're married, you um you, you have all this stuff going on, you're a business owner, you've been through several different phases of that in your career. We want to know how do you get shit done? Looking back over your entire career, maybe even since high school or something what are the things that you use in your life both practically tactically philosophically um, whether they be tactics whether they be strategies whether it just be a simple checklist I and mean, what do you do in order to make stuff happen what, what's your secret well i'll tell you i mean actually I, I actually jotted down a list on notepad where i usually start off every night uh, before i go to bed or on my phone and i pull over notepad on my computer because I go old school with it in a sense. Uh, either I write stuff down. I mean, when I first start off, every night I plan my night before I start, either on a pad of paper or on a note, and then I transfer it over to a notepad, so I just kind of scratch it off. So, I mean, like I know that's not where we want to go, but I will say that's that's one thing that gets a lot of shit done is having that to-do list. And, and what I do, and this is what I do that uh, I found it's a little more unique because I'll write down a whole entire list of exactly everything that I need to get done um, for the next day. And then on that, then I go through and I'll read reevaluate it and say, well, what am I going to hand off? 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 Who's this going to? So then I start typing names off, and then I start shooting off emails to everybody saying, hey, I need this, 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 this. These are your things to get done uh, today. So that helps me out a lot um, You know, with you know, working with my teams and stuff like that. And if I notice if I don't do it the night before, then and I'm not scratching off stuff, then I'm not getting as much done because I feel like I'm in this you know, evolving spin um, on things. But you know, that's that's just one, you know, old school tactic that I've always used. You know, now in the time, you know, now over time, you know, there's great things of productivity that's that's occurred. You know, the Internet has been a blessing and a curse. You know, you know, when I first started, there was not half the stuff we have today. There wasn't all these social media things, you know, going on, especially back in 1999. You know, back then we were talking on AIM or whatever the hell we were using uh, back then or not even that. It was uh, – I, uh, I can't even think of the name of it, but um, – but but the uh, SQL or whatever it was. But <laughs> um, but but the fact that I bring that up is because now we have I use different. There's one thing that I use. I'll tell you one of my secret pieces of software that I use is called Rescue Time. Um, I don't know if you've used it or anybody talked about it, but it's really cool because it runs the background of my computer. Um, and so, and you can I know now you can use it on mobile devices, but it allows you to track the times you're using with certain applications, with websites, um, kind of giving you an accurate details of what's going on. And like at the end of the week, I get a report of exactly everything that I'm doing. And the cool thing is I can allot time that I want to spend to certain things um, and, and block sites. Like why am I – like I started noticing – I'll say this. I don't want to sit – like I don't – like I want to keep this evergreen, but I will say I paid a lot of attention uh, during the, the, the 
um, during the time of the electorate, you know, electorate, um, when we were getting a president elected and stuff like that. So, you know, so I noticed, I was like, what the heck am I doing? Get off here, get off these news sites. Uh, right. It's damaging. Um, um, it still is actually. But, um, but the fact is, is that's one thing that I do use and that allows me to say, but here's the, here is the cool thing. So a lot of people use it for that. Um, to kind of you know look at where I'm spending most of my time, I've used it for a little bit differently, taking into account of what I said a little bit earlier with what I do with my to-do list. I also do that if I notice I'm spending, hey, I'm spending a lot of time here. Why am I? So I'll question myself, like what is the reason for me spending that much time over here? And if right. it is a productive thing, then I actually will sit down. I will go use a Jing, or I'll use, um, oh, I use Jing or use Snagit. Um, which is a software to allow me to record myself, like here's the activity that I'm using, and I can hand it off to somebody and say, hey, I got something else for you to do. Because I noticed that I'm spending a lot of my time doing there, and I evaluate, say, okay, if I'm worth you know, $1,000 an hour, I'm worth you know, whatever it is an hour, then I'll go give it to somebody that, that you know, if it's $5 an hour work, why don't I go give it to somebody else? So I use that in not, not just to look at where I'm spending my time, you know, where am I spending my time wasting my time, but also where am I spending time from a productivity perspective so that I can hand it off to somebody and then actually sit there. If I'm spending time on LinkedIn, you know, I noticed I was spending a lot of time on LinkedIn doing some things. Um, on Facebook, give you an example, I love to tell people happy birthday and I kind of got a trend of doing that. So then I just said, hey guys, look here, this is your job every day. Add this to your daily news, um, your, your daily to-do list so that I can have this done every day because I think it's very important whether it's not a true productivity thing um, you know, in a sense, but it is nice because people, I have literally walked into events where people said, you were the only person <laughs> that told me happy birthday, you know, so we actually, so it was kind of neat, um, you know, uh, to do, to do, to do little things like that. So, because it, you know, allows me to get ahead. Right on. That's pretty cool. So it seems like you've figured out what you're good at. What is it that are your strengths and that you really focus in on then because you're passing a lot of this other stuff off? Yeah. Or what am I spending my time on? I mean, I'm looking yeah. at it from what am I spending my time on that's actually not worth my time. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then, so what would so you what say? Is worth your time? Like, yeah. What are, your, what are your most valuable activities where you where you kick everybody else's butt? Well, I think it is keeping in touch with people like you. Um, you know, um, just keeping in touch. You know, um, is a big thing for getting on the phone. I mean, um, getting on the phone, contacting people. You know, staying in touch, creating those relationships. You know, keeping and maintaining relationships. Um, and doing the doing the things where because I don't the one thing that I've seen especially with people on the internet that they're they're kind of insincere about it like there are things that need to take I could hand it off to somebody but I've noticed more and more I notice when I hand it off to somebody they don't give it the personal touch and it's like oh you know when there's things that are very hot you know they need to have like the personal touch like you personally reached out to me not your assistant you know and it shows a little more respect. Yeah. And that's what you, and that's what sometimes people miss out on is thinking, yeah, we can automate a lot of stuff or we can hand a lot of stuff off, but there are those things where that it needs that high touch. Yeah, where it makes you look like a douchebag if you, <laughs> you know, if you, if, you have, if you have your assistant do it. There's some things that are like that. Yeah, but I will tell you this. I mean, getting into some other things now. Here, I actually wrote down um, three. Um, I, I use Google Chrome. I use Chrome, um, and I don't mm -hmm. know if anybody uses Chrome, but I figured. You know, why don't I give people some? You know, here's some tools that I use that allow cool. help me. Um, and I've talked about this to my mastermind members because you know we're all like, man, because the one number one thing I find that most of the people that I talk to, um, you know, they get they get stuck into. Facebook. And so one thing that they get you get stuck into Facebook land on is the newsfeed. You know, when the newsfeed pops up, you, especially with ADD and ADHD, you're like, ah, you know. <laughs> There's a new run over to it. You start paying attention to it. You're reading it. Now you're commenting. Now you're. We used to get lost on the internet doing Google searches. Now we get lost in the, the internet through the feeds. And so one thing that I use, use it's uh, called Kill Newsfeed. And so I literally can get on Facebook, go con contact people and talk to people, um, and only pay attention to my own feed and not worry about anything else. So it kills the newsfeed. So it basically saves me time getting rid of the newsfeed. Um, so it kills the newsfeed and, re and replaces it, um, you know, re with a message that reminds me not to get distracted. And that's it. it, but it, but it saved me so much time, you know, not getting wandering off uh, because I, you know, because of it, it's kill it's kill my newsfeed. That's been that's saved me a lot of time not wasting on Facebook and not getting distracted, um, you know, when I log in to send a message. Cool. So, what's the story behind how you got into doing what you're doing right now with your online stuff and, and everything else? <laughs> how I got started doing what I'm doing, um, I. 
that's crazy. I mean, it's a crazy thought. I haven't thought about it in what seventeen years. <laughs> um, no, kidding. But uh, I haven't thought, thought about it in a while. The the number one thing for me was um, I loved information. I mean, I um, I grew up in a small, still working town, Portland, outside of Youngstown, Ohio, um, and you know, I wanted to always be an entrepreneur. But one thing I found is that all the people around me weren't like me. Um, so. Um, when I moved, and even when I went to college, like nobody was like me. I couldn't understand why nobody was like me. It didn't make sense, you know. Like they they rather go get a job, and you know I was kind of forced to go to college. It felt that way with a bet with my father, but you know later when I came out of school, it was I wanted to go out and find friends that were thinking like me, like create find that family. So how I ended up doing was I started promoting events. I promoted, started promoting events and finding people to promote events, and I kind of fell into it. I was using email marketing to fill events back in 1999. Uh, before the can spam act came out, <laughs> two thousand three. Um, so that was, I'm not going to allude to you know, wait, the, wait, the method to my method to my madness, but there it was not called uh, spam back then. Uh, but we were able to do a lot of a lot of stuff, and I was filling up rooms, and so I got it. So I kind of fell into it where I was just all I wanted to do was create a rooms, and I wanted to get people. I wanted to, I invited people with knowledge that I wanted to learn from, and I invited them to a seminar and said, hey, listen, I'm going to put a hundred people in the room for you. Uh, next week, or literally, I'd talk to you. Well, let's say I would talk to you on a Monday, and by Wednesday, I'd say, "Hey, look, I'm gonna have a room full for you guys on Saturday. Would you guys love to? Would you show up?" And people would literally show up. Say, "How in the heck are you putting 100 people in the room?" So then that changed my name to Powerful Promoter. Everybody started, call, you know, saying, "Hey, if you want to come, learn from me." And then, then from there, I did an event. I did an event called Butts and Seats. Uh, that was the first event I ever did. I actually just sold the domain. Uh, somebody hit me up and want to buy it for good money, so I sold it to them just the I don't know day. what they're going to do with that. Yeah, well, actually, they're turning it into a software, I believe. I just saw oh, cool. And it, I think it's something about seats on a, on a software. Um, so it's totally radically different than what we ever imagined it cool. to be. Uh, but so, um, but that, so from there, it ended up – I started telling people like, hey – you know, here's how I put on seminars. I started doing it by building lists. And um, here's in, so everybody at the event said, hey, Matt. Uh, we teach us how to build lists because you gave us you didn't give us the one the one missing piece. So that was actually how I got into lead generation list building, and I realized uh, at that moment that one people desired it, two uh, something that that just is was lifeblood to my business, um, to everything. And then of course we had to change our styles, um, you know, mm. over the years, and and things have changed radically different because now we have a lot more opportunity. But but that was a big thing. No matter what it was, whatever product or services I could help them because I can help them generate leads and make things happen. So. Um, that was a big thing for me, and that's kind of how I fell into it. I didn't even expect to go in that direction. It just happened, and even now, even though I try to run away from it in the information space, everybody keeps on pulling me back in. So it's True. like I was thinking about this morning, like, man, how do I get dragged back into this? I want to go over here, but it has allowed me to become an asset to, like you were talking about, uh, someone was talking about earlier. Like I was in multiple niches, um, you know, real estate stocks, da, 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 you know, all these mm. niches, and because I had the power of generating lists in it. It didn't matter what product to put at the end. It didn't right. matter what service to put at the end. If I could, you know, and I know you and I were talking, um, you know, the other day. The biggest problem people have is generating, you know, is getting getting leads. Yeah. And yep. getting getting stuff like that. So having that superpower yeah. is a it was a is a great thing to become a great asset to a lot of people. Yeah, you know, one of the things I always say and, and ask people because they're like, oh, can you do this with me or that with me? And I I always ask, how are you going to consistently drive new sales over time? And no, very few people give a good answer or even have thought about that. And it's really like the name of the game, really. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a consistent flow. Yep. So Matt, you have, I mentioned during the intro, you have a million ideas an hour. You start lots of new projects. Okay. How do you also manage to follow through on at least some of them? And make them actually happen, or maybe you have a very high follow through. My observation of most most entrepreneurs is they're either really good at startup or they're really good at finish, but they're rarely good at both. I'm curious about what you struggle with there and what you figured out so that you can take your your, your so many ideas that you get all the time and actually complete a great deal of them and turn them into cash. Yeah, so I think. I was thinking about this. Actually, I had a conversation with somebody next door in the office next door, and I was like, "Hey, I'm getting on this call. Let's go get shit done." And um, and I was like, "So, what do you think that I do? You know, like cause I wanted to get an idea because the first thing I wanted to do is show you these. I don't know if you can see them, but yeah, I can grab the hourglasses. Yeah. So I actually I use these a lot. Now, this is the hour hourglass. I mean, I have the 20 minute and the five minute. 
um, hourglass that I use a lot. Um, whenever I'm trying to get shit done, I literally sit here and I flip one over and I let it do its work. Like, hey, I need to spend five minutes on something. So I'll sit here and Very I'm like cool. busting something out for five minutes so that as this goes down, you know, that happens. You know, if I need, you know, 20 minutes, like I throw this on. Um, or an hour and I just flip over the glasses and I go like for me and I usually what I usually do whenever I so I'm glad we're here for this one I, I, I saw them I'm like that's what I, I always grab them whenever I'm going like, to get something done um, but what I also do is I like to put myself in a in a different state so I will go probably on YouTube uh, go find classical music there's a one you know there's one that usually pops up on my screen because I always use it go listen to classical music and turn that on so I you know put on my headset um, you know, turn it on, flip one of these, and just start pounding whatever I've got to get out, uh, making things happen. If I'm if I need to concentrate on something, especially like writing copy, writing emails, um, or things that don't require me talking to anybody else, like I will literally, you know, do that. Or if it is picking up the phone and calling, like you know, when I'm on the phone, I'll flip that over, um, so I know, hey, look, I'm only going to be on here for 20 minutes, and I say, hey, look, I, you know, I just let you know, like I'm going to be on here for 20 minutes. That that works well. I used to before I came up with these. Um, what I used to do is I was a boxer, amateur boxer, um, and I was a gold glove champ in, back in the day. But um, but I, I bring that up because what I used to do is get my boxing timer um, and literally would literally turn it on, have the boxing timer. It's just so loud it would annoy the crap out of everybody. But uh, but I would have it and go ding, 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 like the round started, you know, and I would set the set the round and I'd set the time for break and – you know, I do that now. I just use my use these because they're a lot. They don't make they don't make any sound. Right. Um, so that's that. Those are those are some things that um, I used to do that in the past. That works really well. But I will say this, and bringing it back to the conversation of the guy next door, um, he made a comment. He said, "You know, he goes, Matt, as much as you do do, he goes, the one thing is, I, I do have the power of procrastination on my side, <laughs> because you know, when there's a date, I kind of I I what I, I found, and he's like, you know, it seems like you procrastinate." procrastinate until we get close to the deadline and i'm like you know what that's why my wife or my assistant always sets the deadlines a little bit earlier <laughs> so that i can get them on my calendar because one thing we do use is um oh that's cute over here but i do use is um you know just google calendar and a lot of my to-dos go on my calendar and then they just pop up every time i got to do something right. so you know it's just always a reminder hey i gotta get this shit done i gotta get this done i gotta get this done so any even little things go on my calendar so it's like i'm going to dedicate whether it's that moment um to do it but it's are things that need to get done you know and they're popping up on my screen oh god i gotta get that done okay hurry up flip it over go. right right on so do you work from home or do you have an office somewhere else i'm at i'm at the office right now okay yeah. all right yeah. and so what's the what's the reason you decided to get an office versus going at home i've all i've had an office for about 12 years um right and it's just you know i've got kids i've got you know everything else. My wife actually works from home at the office, and then I work here. It's just even have that separation. Yeah. Um, you know, when I first started, we were both in the same, you know, same room working. Um, but, it, but what I found is because my wife is in the business with me, and or does does things with me in the business, it I can. So it's easier because then when we're together, um, you know, it's like it's not that I've been annoying her all day and everything else. Right. Yeah. I appreciate your, your time together where you can actually hang out instead of being wor working all day. Jody and I struggle with that all the time, right? Especially if you get into like, because uh, we both work from home, right? We, we, I've never, I haven't had an office since I went online. And uh, we, you know, she works at the other end of the house, <laughs> upstairs, and I'm, you know, downstairs, the other far end. So we're far apart, but we're having a little bit of a rough morning or if there's a little tension in the air or, you know, we're not necessarily always getting along 100%, that can just stretch out all day. It can be very, very, very tough. So it's interesting <laughs> um, that you guys set up that separation like that. And have you been doing that that way for a long time? Yeah, we've done it since we got married. Well, after we, right after we got married. Oh. Um, but, I, you know, but when she, we were dating, she worked in the office with me yeah. uh, for a little bit, helping me out. Um, well, a lot actually now to think of it um but but i also bring that up because i also do thrive on other people they give me energy uh -huh. and so like here um where i'm at right now um there's an office next door there, there internet you would know someone i don't know if you know uh, brian anderson you know he's right here you know i've got a, there's an attorney right here there's a, so i like to be in an environment where i do have it and and actually i used to have and i just not too long ago got rid of it i had my other office not too far from here down the road with all my employees um, so I just stop in, I would get given the marching orders and then kind of come over here to be around the, you know, the more, 
you know, the people, you know, the people that are like coming out of the room, like screaming, I just killed it or something. The entrepreneurs. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's great. So, um, and that's Kevin over there, just like being able to brainstorm off of them or saying, hey, you know, I was just working on somebody's headline. Um, yeah. Or working on his slides. I mean, that's, he walked in and said, hey, can you give me some of this? And I said, oh, I want to give me some feedback on what I should talk about today. <laughs> so, so the people that are around you right now in this office that you're, you're talking to is from, they're not in your business. They're other businesses or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, we got voice drops, right? We got voice drops over here in this office. Um, over here, you know, we've got a, a criminal attorney. Or attorney. Um, so it's kind of neat because I'll throw stuff past him and you know get good ideas. And then um, you know, I don't know, Brian, he's in the local space. And then you got uh, an outsourcing team over here that they run an outsourcing company. Um, and so it's kind of neat because then I can also utilize them too. So it's kind it's kind of like an incubator in a sense. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. So you just basically have found that when you keep, you know, your wife and the, the, the employees kind of all separate, it, it allows you to get more shit done. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, Pretty... and, and, and drive off the energy of people that are getting shit done, you know? Yeah. Instead of sitting there twiddling their thumbs looking for the next thing to do. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. on that whole get shit done end of things, let's talk about the slumps. Let's talk about when, uh, when, when you get in the dumps. Whether it's just an emotional thing, or whether you're doing your business just is tanking and not doing so well, and you need to motivate yourself to get shit done, even when you don't want to. How do you pull yourself back up, reboot the old brain, and get yourself into action if you're if you're feeling held down, if you're feeling held back, if you're feeling stuck? Well, and I think it, I've kind of fixed it, <laughs> you know, coming here and being around these guys, because what I used to do is just pick up the phone, call somebody that's killing it, that I know, and like, hey, dude, what are you doing, what's going on, tell me everything that's going on, just ask, but more just talking to them, and get pissed off, because it's like, man, how is he doing that, I mean, he's crushing it over here, um, you know, so it, it kind of just, I gotta get pissed off, because I mean, I use, I use anger a little bit, it's probably one of my key drivers, um, and I'm not angry at them, just angry, you know, like, man, how the hell, you know, it's kind of like somebody... You know, you're like, man, this guy isn't as smart as me. How is he doing it? How is he doing it? You know, usually that's what kind of got me into business too. But, uh -huh. you know, that does help a lot. Um, but I'll tell you another thing too is, is on the drive to here. You know, that, utilizing my – I was just – I was thinking about that today too is there's all – I have a thing called Fave. You know, it's my favorite thing because I kind of gank the stuff off Facebook, YouTube, some of the motivational stuff. I listen to it on the way over. I listen to it on the way back. You know, sometimes I'll just sit in my car until I get there. Get my pump, get myself back in the, the state that I need to be in in order to to really come in here and get stuff done. Um, but I, I think that the two, the big thing too is I noticed that what usually creates the slump, or when I start getting in the slumps, is when I get out of my routines. And you know, one of the routines now, or one of the two routines is the night before writing down my to-do list. Like if I don't do that, then I'm sitting there like, what do I got to do? And you know, so I'm knocking stuff out, and I spend all day doing stuff that I shouldn't probably be doing. And then I finally get the stuff done that I need to get done, and it just I like marking stuff off the list um, and making things happen from there. So that I mean, those, like the combination of you know being around some, you're talking to somebody or being around somebody that's kicking butt, um, but also talking and you know having that in your environment, but also having it where you're just you know knocking stuff out, um, you know, writing, scratching it out or erasing it. Right on, right. So, do you have any kind of like? Is your day pretty ritualistic, or is it kind of scattershot? How does it look on most days? Yeah, most most days. Um, you know, well, when I'm in, at my peak performance, it's very ritualistic. Yeah. Um, there's an extreme. You know, it's, you could. I mean, very habit. Your habits. Um, when I'm not, you know, you'll probably see me sleeping in a little bit longer. <laughs> but I mean, here's the other thing too: is understanding myself. Because uh, I've been, my wife tried to re. You know, for the last ten years. I literally, and you talked about having a wife and kids, like I was very blessed of having a wife that you would wake up, we just moved, so I had to rechange my, I changed my environment, so I had to, my routines got a little bit shifted, and what I found was we were getting up early, you know, I know everybody says, you know, the early bird gets the worm, all this other stuff, for me, it was, I get up late, I work late, like, it, it just, mm -hmm. it, it, for me, I'm more powerful, you know, if I, my brain clicks on at 10 o'clock. I, and I don't know if I've held that since college, <laughs> but my brain clicks on at 10 o'clock. That's when my brain starts working. When I can get, when I get a lot of stuff done, like I start knocking out the, the tedious crap. When I get very creative is at night. So you know, I can't sit at the couch. I can't. You know, we've removed all distractions at my house, which uh, we actually don't. Since we moved, the one great thing that we did, and we're going on what six months now that we haven't had a television in our house. Yeah, it's, it's so, incredibly liberating, isn't it? It, it is. Um, it is. However. 
once you start discovering that there's some channels online you can watch, then yeah, it no, there's ways to cheat. There are there is ways to cheat, but we have, but it, but I found that that you know creates an environment, creates a better environment. Very interesting. Yeah, no, dude, I, I I was I was lucky. I ditched my TV in college, and I oh, didn't wow. go back. Uh, we, we we have a projector sometimes, right? That yeah. we'll play video games on or watch a movie on, but it's not as takes a couple minutes to turn everything on and get everything going so there's like barrier to entry you can't just flip it on press the remote sit down and like waste time you know so yeah I, I love not having a TV in the house yeah yeah you know it's interesting that you talked about that you came from a boxing background because uh, Telman and I have both found like pretty regularly that a lot of the people that are able to get things done and you know have had successes you know with when Telman had list building club and everything else a lot of them have athletic backgrounds. You know, they're pretty serious at one point or whatever. Successful athletic backgrounds. Yeah, it wasn't just like, you know, whatever. They're like collegiate or like fairly, you know, your golden gloves, which is it takes a lot to do and, and everything else. You know, how much do you think that's um, – have you found – number one, have you found the same thing? And number two is how much do you think those rituals have kind of gone into that? Because you basically, you're talking about with your hourglasses and everything, you got little rounds right there, right? You get your five minute rounds or whatever it may be. So I'd just like to hear your take on that. Well, I think for me, speaking to my, for myself, I, because I thought about that uh, before. And for me, I think it is because if you think about it, when you're outside the ring, for me, we're talking about ring, but when I'm outside the ring, there's one state that you're in. You know, when you're practicing, you're training, and you're going through, you're kind of in this and you're going through the motions and the routine, but when you step in the ring and the bell the, the bell rings, then yeah. it's game on. There's a totally different you know thought when you you know from that. And I think it's I've I've been you know I had a you know really I mean if you look at my fight record versus the real fight record I had because every every gym does it a little different. Like we sparred every single day. I was in the ring. You know they would throw people at me. So it was literally you know that that method of flipping it on. You know you've got to flip it on. Um, and go. I mean, the same thing in football. And you know, when the you know when when they call a hike, you got to be ready. Um, you know, to be able to sack the quarterback or whatever it is. So I think it is good. And, and the thing is, with timers, I mean, getting back to it, like we had time. It was the, the bell rings, it's go time. And the bell doesn't ring, and if you weren't on it, you were out. You were going to get hit and hurt. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So one of the one of the other interesting things, of course, about about the relationship between being a successful entrepreneur and a successful athlete is it's very rare that you find a successful athlete or a successful entrepreneur without at least one successful coach behind them you know and and that that's and being willing to be coached being willing to have some humility and be like all right i don't know everything and be able to keep your mouth shut and learn from other people um is a very common trait that i find among in particular successful direct response marketers and successful athletes uh Matt, when you think about goals, there's a lot of ways to think about goals as it relates to getting shit done. Part of getting shit done is very practical, the to-do list, the knock the, the practical items out. Obviously, there's a lot to setting goals, and there's lots of different philosophies on goal setting. What's your take, and how do you, how do you set goals? Do you set goals? What types of goals do you set? What's your vibe? Yeah, that's good. I mean, I'm looking, well, you can't see right here, but I've got my three-month calendar. I mean, I'm always paying attention to what's going on in the next three months. I mean, especially with the internet, man. You know, like, because I've been around long enough to know that, I mean, you know, somebody farts in the wind and, it, you know, things change, you know. Yep. Um, so so I pretty much do have a, a three-month, you know, I do have, I follow a three-month calendar. Um, you know, I do pay attention to the three-month calendar. It's funny, I have, keep the eye on the ball and I have, there's four dates on here because I run a mastermind. So these are the ones I got to pay attention to, make sure I don't mess up whenever I'm looking at my three, um, you know, my three-month calendar. But I, I run off three, I've always ran off three-month calendar um, you know, I found six months to me is too long. Uh, three months is really good. I mean, I might have a yearly goal, but I know like things are going to change. Things could change three months later. I mean, I mean, I'm willing to pivot. I'm willing to to learn. I'm willing to change um, to make things happen. I mean, um, except for I'm not changing for my PC. But other than that, <laughs> we're joking about that for the um, You know, other than that, I mean, I am usually slower to adapt technology. Uh, for for one reason, because I've been around long enough that know that people come out with the betas and then it screws up, and I don't want to be that that guinea pig. But um, but but the fact is that's that's what I do. Is I, I usually run a three month calendar, knowing hey, look, I'm gonna give it. You know, I got three months. Let's knock this thing out. But once I smell the money, then I then I then I really go for it and 
and um, really focus on it. But my heart's also got to be in uh, whatever I'm doing too. And so today, how does your company run? Do you have a big team? Do you have a small team? Do you have full-time employees? Do you have part-time outsourcers? You know, are you are you giant? Are you lean? How how is it all set up? Well, I've I've been through the big. I used to think that the more employees you have, the bigger dong you had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't have a big team like I used to. I used to, you know, it was like I would proud myself. Oh, we got forty six employees. We got all this. We got all that. Um, you know, big offices. We got all this stuff. Um, you know, what I found was for me, I'd rather focus on profits than than the amount of revenue. Mm. I'd rather be a lot more profitable. Uh, then I would just say, hey, throw out these huge numbers and, and say, you know, I've made more money making a million dollars than I made off three million dollars, you know. Um, so I, you know, I, I focus on being more profitable. And so we are lean, you know, we're very lean right now. I've got, um, you know, my wife's on my wife's on board, actually. I've got um, not only that, I've got, you know, a couple people on my team. And then I outsource and then I outsource the, the very specific um, things like graphics and, you know, things that I'm just not as good at. But there's other people that they're good at. Go to them. My press release writing. I mean, I have my core people that I go to when I need them. I just don't keep them on the payroll just because, you know, so I can keep them around. But I do have a relationship with them enough to say, hey, listen, anytime I need something, please get it to me. Um, and, and put me in front of your crowd, and they usually do because because of the longevity that I've had, and because I've been with them so long, and they know that I pay on time. And I always like to, you know, make sure that those people, you know, they get taken care of when they're when they need to be, um, so I can get, you know, so I can get things done next time I need to do use them. Yeah. Yeah, so the, both of you guys use your wives. The great thing about that is you don't have to pay them, right? No, I'm just joking with you guys. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Um, so one thing I, I wanted to ask you too is that you know you were talking about you know getting in that environment. Uh, do you like to read books a lot, listen to podcasts or anything? I don't care, you know. Yeah, I don't care. The answer is I don't read. Yeah. I, should, I probably get smacked for even saying that publicly. Um, despite that I've written a bunch of books, I don't even read. I don't even read them. Um, <laughs> um, I scan through them. But uh, <laughs> the fact is, I don't read. Um, I, I do listen to a lot of stuff. I can't. Uh, well, and I think it is. And I actually know this. I mean, I do have some books here. Like, I just got this one book. But you people, uh, where is it at? This is actually about, it's about getting stuff done, personal with Caravan. Yeah. Anyway, they're talking about this is all about getting stuff done too. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but, Matt Gallant recommended we read that a few episodes ago. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. Everybody says it's great. Unfortunately, if it doesn't have pictures, I don't get it. Um, and I read books backwards. Actually, I read books upside down a lot better than I read right side. So it's probably because everybody teases me. But I have, I will say, I don't, I, I say I don't read for myself, my me self, myself. I read for my children uh, a lot more, so I do read them books and, and read them books and stuff like that. So I'm only reading with them. I'm actually helping with their vocabulary and things, so that's fun because um, I'm learning new words and I learn new things. But um, and probably because I got teased as a kid because I actually do read upside down. Um, you know, I could actually read this book. I never even opened it. Um, you know, like you literally read upside down. Yeah, like right now, like you know, as an avid reader of business uh, literature and recovering human capital practitioner, most like you know, I could are you dyslexic? I what? Dyslexic? Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot of things. Yes, but I am dyslexic. Yeah, yeah, no, no so am I. Yeah. No, I've never better. met anyone that, that literally read upside down before. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty well. When I was in school, everybody used to tease me, so it was kind of hard. And that's probably why I don't read as much. I listen right. a lot. People say I listen a lot. So, yeah. you know, I just finish, you know, if somebody gives me a book and I scan through it, like, yeah, this looks really good, then I'll go get the book on tape. Or I'll go download it and I listen to it. Um, a lot more. I'm very. I do that, and um, I probably should read more. But um, I will honestly say it. I, I probably the last book I read was Think and Grow Rich, and I threw it out the door when I realized it was acting. You got to act and grow rich. <laughs> yeah. Um, there we go. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. That's great. So, in terms of listening to books or podcasts or whatever, what are, what are your, some of your favorites? Um, well, I mean, I just got finished um, uh, the Four Agreements. Um, you know. I was just listening to that not too long ago. I was probably sitting right here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just, I mean, my, my stuff that I listen to is more motivational, you know. I mean, so um, a lot of things that are motivational because I want to keep my head up there. Um, and now, and I will tell you, and actually I say this, I listen to what I do do is a little different. So let's, let's throw out the whole conventional way everybody thinks. Yeah. I, you can ask my team this. 
like if you if I want to learn something, I go to YouTube and I'm like how to this, and I watch a lot of how to videos. I read yeah. manual, what I read is manuals. Yeah. Um, you know, like whenever I'm learning a new piece of software, I literally what I do. So this will give me a little more credit. So this is how I get good. Is I literally like let's say I'm learning something. Like right now, my wife is doing stuff on Shopify. I go in there, I go to the how tos, I go print them all off, and actually I do read that. So I read. Yeah, the no, I do, I do the exact same thing. Go to the help desk and go and watch everything. Yes, everything. YouTube, yeah. same thing. I want to learn it. Now, I love watching YouTube videos, and one thing I train my brain to do, um, this get, I totally forgot about that, but I do this, um, is, and now they have the ability of, I think you could, but I, I speed it up. Um, you know, I literally can watch things about 30 times the speed. Um, so I, I'll literally, I can get done with a 30-minute video in like, you know, a 30-minute video in like 10 minutes, um, and I know everything. I can walk into my office, and I'm like, hey, just go to YouTube, figure it out. And they're like, by the time that they finish the video, I walk in, I'm like, oh, well, you need to do this, this, and this. Like, how did you get that done so fast? I'm like, I just watch, watch it really quick. Um, so my, you know, so I do watch it really fast. I can listen really quickly, um, and so I do use. I do use. I, I will tell you, I I spend more time on on YouTube learning stuff. I mean, that's one thing I you know train my kids to do is how to do this. My daughter loves the DIY, the DIY or DIY stuff. You know, she goes in and she'll go make slime and she'll go make this and she she literally watches the YouTube videos because they do teach us as long as we stay on the good stuff. And that's the same thing with me. Anything I want to learn. I just did, you know, I was doing, running some ads on Facebook. I mean, people give away a lot of stuff for free. I watch those. Um, you know, I was learning Shopify. I mean, so I, I hate to say, so I don't watch, I don't read, like, theoretical stuff. Right. Like, yeah. I really do. Like, here's how to do X, Y, Z. Here's what we other people Consume how-to info products. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I really do. No, I, I go through a ton of, of, of how-to as well. Yeah. Cool. So, so this is a really this is really important stuff though because in terms of getting shit done, if if I want a new skill, if I want to install a, a new process in in my business, step one, go out, buy the home study course if there is one, you know, and and go through it. And this is something that so many people don't do. You know, I was talking with a um, with an entrepreneur who had met me. 10 plus years ago at a, at a, at a seminar and he was a hypnotist. I was talking to this guy and he was really struggling, right? He didn't, didn't have an email list and, and he had, he had some, some, some digital hypnosis products that he created. He was really struggling yet. He had been studying internet marketing for over a decade and I was talking to him about it and he said, yeah, you know, I, I bought this course on, you know, how to make video sales letters and I bought, you know, I did a, you know, product launch formula style video series and none of it worked. None of it yeah. worked. Right? And I was yeah. like, well dude, that was the it's like that's like expecting not to skin your knees the first time you ride a bike. You know, I, like you have to do them a whole bunch of times and probably get your ass kicked before you develop the skill set. So okay. when you're developing a new skill in your business, what is your take or your attitude on failure as you as you learn, as you as you learn these new skills and figure out how to do new things, how do you deal with it not working the first few times you try it? That's, that's, that's great. Um, a great question. Uh, because actually I dealt with this with my wife, like her Facebook ads weren't doing so well on her, on her Shopify thing. <laughs> She's probably an AV. So we literally, before I got in here, I was literally just talking to her and I'm like, babe, let's look at your, let's look at your ads. Like, what did we learn? You know, what went yeah. right? What went wrong? How can we fix it? I always say that. So that's, yeah. it's like, what did we learn? Okay, what went right? What went right was we know there's things that we know. We know that only men are buying, you know, because she, she was over, she spent more than she made, and I'm just like, but only men are buying. Let's, you know, uh, not only that, we know which ad, you know, which colors they're buying. We know this, we know that. Now we can, you know, recreate it. And I said to her, I said, you know, why don't we create a one page? You know, I was telling her, why don't, instead of doing these multiple pages things, why don't we create a one page thing and let's, we know what they want, we know their desires, uh, we know who we're targeting. It, let's, instead of, you know, because we went, you went really broad, now let's go, let's, let's hone this thing in. Um, and I even said her, I was like, look, I love you. You're, it, we're going to nail this thing. So, you know, I look at it as, hey, look, we just invested in, um, you know, data. We invested in data. And that yep. data is going to be able to, to allow us to direct us in the right directions. As long as we didn't, you know, as long as, you know, we know we could just hone in more on that data. And so that's one big thing for me is just saying, hey, what went right, what went right, what went wrong, how can we, how can we fix it? Um, and, but also looking, I mean, in the business, I always got to look at the numbers to tell you. And that's what I told, like, I told her, so she has, I hate using her as an example, so she has, um, 
I don't know, 25 different products that she's selling, but there's this one that's selling. I'm like, babe, yeah. let's get rid of everything Focus else, on hone right. in on that one. Because, and I said, you know what? We can create. Why don't we create a, a draft a sales letter? Let's use a, you know, another program. I, we can run the same ads. You know, you and know what fun. works. Right. Let's, let's do it. And so she's, you know, she's like, oh, you know, that's great. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think it'll work. It, you know, whether or not it's going to work, it will work. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not going to stop until it does. Yeah. Um, well, and that's that, big, well, boom, there it is. That's yeah. the answer. Yeah, that is the that's answer. That's the difference. I'm not going to stop until it does. And that's well, the it, difference between people that succeed and people fail. I mean, that's the one that at the end of the day, that's the only, the only thing that separates. Yeah, and you got to, and it's about believing and knowing that, you know, you got to have faith. I mean. You know, in your body, you can't have fear and faith at the same time. So you got to have faith. And you know, when you're when you're crushed by fear of everything, oh, it's not going to work. And here's the other thing: is when you come in with the attitude that shit's not going to work, you you can't. You know, you might get stuff done, but you're not going to get the right shit done. You know, it's like how can I put myself in the position to win the fight? How can I put myself in the position to get to get it to do it right? And you know, if you come Mm -hmm. in with the attitude like, hey, this may or may not work, but if you come in the attitude, I'm going to make it work no matter what happens. You know, but I but I'll tell you something that you brought up with that guy you mentioned that made me think of something about myself. See, I literally when I'm in the midst of doing something like running Facebook ads and something changed on Facebook and I went in, I wanted to you know just go see something and I did a Google search and I, I learned, as I'm in the midst of doing it, I go and do it. And then when I'm watching the YouTube video, for example, I stop, pause. I mean, unless I, I might listen to it one yeah, time. Yeah. Yep. Then I'll go back. I'll stop and pause. I'll know where it's at. I'll stop and pause, and then I'll go do it. Yeah. And then I will, you know, then I come back and unpause it, and then go do it. And you know, I follow the instructions. And you know, yeah. we both, know Matt, we know Matt Fury. I mean, Matt Fury. Yeah. Hi. Him and I had a conversation the other day, and it was I don't think it was maybe it was on this notepad, but he said something to me that was like. It was like you know, the number one reason why people fail or something like that was because they don't follow instructions. Dude, <laughs> we know? should totally interview Matt Fury for, Matt Fury for the Get Shit Done podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's funny because uh, I've, I've always been able to get better results than most people, and I do the exact same thing you're talking about. Like I'll literally read it or I'll watch the video, I'll pause it, and I'll go do it. And I think part of it is is just like – Humans like they, they want to see progress, and that's what like basically motivates them and feels good. And so, if you watch like a whole video, thirty minutes of like something that you get online, right? There could be a lot of information over there, and then you stop it, and you're like, "Shit, I don't even know where to start." Right? Right. So, if you can just go in, I tell people all the time, they're like, well, "What's your secret to doing this?" I'm like, "This is what I do," and and then a lot of the people that do it who follow instructions actually get results doing it, right? And and I think it's because you can see a little bit of progress, right? And then you're like, okay, now I can do this. And you just start to build up the skill level or whatever it may be. But I think that is the key to doing it. Because the other thing is too, is like the Tellman's like, well, I did this and I did that. And, and you know, I've taken plenty of online marketing courses, you know, from you guys and others. And very rare, none of them, they all worked. All of them worked for me. Like, it, you know, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the total result that I wanted, but like they worked. Like I got sales or I got leads or like they did what they said they were supposed to do. And then I had to hone it in. But like a lot of times people are like, oh, it didn't work. If you, if you actually start hammering them on questions, you'll find out they didn't do it. Like most of the time. Yeah. It's like, and, and like the thing is, is like people are like, oh, it's all a scam. I'm like, I don't know. Every freaking thing I've ever done, like all different courses from all different people, they've worked. I don't know. And maybe it's just because I do what you guys do too. It's like, you know, I don't know. Just pause it, do it, pause it, do it. I don't know. Exactly the same thing. I don't read upside down. Um, That's cool. I, I'm a very slow reader. Reader was not ever, reading oh, yeah. my strong point. I'm not dyslexic, but I'll tell you what, that uh, I definitely watch videos and stop them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, you know, that's why I usually listen to it really quick first. Then when I come back, I'm going to follow along yeah. a little bit. Or I might just know, like, because me seeing somebody else doing it for me, it's oh, yeah. great. It's like, oh, that's I, okay. Here's how you do it. I mean, instead of questioning yourself, because that's the big thing is you got to question yourself. Sometimes you just got to say, screw it. Um, and this, you know, and just I, I'll say, screw it. People don't realize that the first time you do something, you're gonna suck. You're gonna yeah. totally fucking suck <laughs> yeah. the first time you roll it out, probably, unless it's very similar to something else you've already developed a skill in. You're going to be terrible at it. Most people don't like being terrible at stuff, and so they don't want to do it and make it public if it stinks. It, it just it's, it holds so many people back from accomplishing so much. 
experienced it. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons, you know, Matt, you're talking about too, you know, think and grow rich, right? Like, I think motivation and being positive with people, I think it's, I think it's a lot of time, it does a way more harm than good. Like, I'll start off with telling people how shitty it's going to be. Like, here's what's going to happen. I'm like, this is not going to be fun. You're going to get your head handed to you. You're going to fail. This, this, and that's going to happen. And then, uh, and then I tell them, I, I'm just telling you that because it's going to happen. And that way, when it does happen to you, it's not that big of a deal. Right. And, and then if you, if you preface it to that, to people that way, all that negative stuff, at first, like, oh, what the hell. And then when it happens to them, they're like, oh, he said this would happen or, or whatever. Right. You know, versus like, you know, I can remember like some of my first sales jobs. I was like, I had no idea it was going to be that freaking hard. Like, I had no idea I was going to get that many yells, get uh, no's, get yelled at, and everything else. And like, and it totally did my head. And I was like, what the hell? What is going wrong? And, and stuff. So I, you know, I think it's it's interesting. You know, all of it. Yeah. Nice, nice, Matt. What are you working on these days? What's on the horizon? What are what are you uh, what are you broadcasting out to folks? What's going well, on? Well, that's a great question. I mean, outside in the IM space specifically, I mean, the big thing that I'm focusing on right now is my. I, I really, I've I've kind of taken a step back from a lot of stuff that I've done in the in the IM internet marketing information space. So I've really only focused on you know utilizing my talents of working with people that are already have com companies that are willing to that want to go out there and like, hustle along hustling beyond hustling and, and working with uh, you know a small group of people and I put them in a mastermind and. You know, I work with them. That's been my big thing for the last couple of years, just because, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing around. A lot of people see me playing around and doing stuff. Um, but the fact is, on that specific thing, I have a totally big thing going on, which I'm working on that I don't even talk about. Um, you know, there's big projects that I'm working with, some really big, uh, really big people that, you know, once that hits, then it's going to be absolutely crazy. Um, and it has nothing to do with IM. It has nothing to do with any of that something actually came from college, and hey, cool. uh, it, was a, it, was a, it was a thing I had in the dorm room, and I told some guys about it, and the market wasn't ready for it, and I, I believe the market's on the crisp or on the you know brink of it working, so especially now that we have social media, now that we have this, but it, 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 it's, it's really creating a new industry. So it's so we're working on. I'm talking to people from Silicon Valley, I'm talking to people from uh, different places, really getting this, and, and they want to get behind it. Whether it's going to be, it's going to be a disruptor. It's going to be something that's going to really disrupt the marketplace. Um, you know, and, and whether I'm behind it or in the face of it, I don't care. Um, I'm going to be behind it, but, but whether I'm in the face right. of it, it's not, I don't know. Let, let me, let me ask you something really quick about this. Cause you're talking with guys from Silicon Valley. How much of an advantage is it talking to these guys? And do they take you more seriously knowing that you can actually drive traffic and sales? Well, what's interesting is because, you know, I've been in the, I've been, you get put in a weird corner. Yeah. Um, being around this, especially being a guru, and yeah. you know, so you're you're dealing with the idea, of the possibility of you being a charlatan, mm. um, and and dealing with this stuff. So it's it's it is one of those things like, hey, when they know you and they get to see you face to face and they know you and they get recommended by other people, it's a great thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the what I'm saying, guru space is one thing. You know, you have a other space like there's they look at themselves as the real world, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you're dealing with you deal with that on occasion, um, so it sucks. It, that thing, that's mm. one thing that sucks. That is a hinder. But the fact is, you know, like we said earlier, you just got to freaking charge for it and just say, you know what? I don't give a shit what's in your mind. Here's the fact: this is gonna work. You know, two, you guys know it's gonna work, and three, you know, I'm, I'm I've had proven track record of knocking stuff out. Let's just knock this out. You know, yeah. disregard the fact that you know if I don't need to be the face, then I'm not gonna be the face. I don't care. What I care right. is I want to get this baby off the ground. You know, we're gonna we're raise, gonna raise a lot of capital for it and everything else. So, um, you know, it's like if you don't want me, or, you know, want me, like just give me. You know, I want a piece of the project. I want to lead this. But and then, you know, once things change, we'll, we'll change it. But yeah. Um, cool. 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 Good deal. So, where can people go to find out more about the wonderful, wide, and, and mysterious world of Matt Basak? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I mean Facebook's a great place <laughs> on my fan page, but we did mention that. Um, but the other place is just go to my mattbasec.com um, is my blog. I don't update that very regularly, but you can. There are updates. I just released a book not too long ago on there, and there's another book that I released on there. Um, but the fact is you want more relevant stuff, Facebook. If you want you know, just more, I think it's you know, that's been around since, gosh, 2003 or I don't know, forever, since Blogger came out. Now it's not Blogger. It's WordPress. But, um, and uh, that's uh, B A C A K, right? Matt B A C A K. Dot com. Yes. Awesome. 
Any other words of wisdom for our good shit dunners, Matt? You know, I'm going to tell you guys something that this is two things that I do that allows, and I think it's a more of a mental allowing. And I want to, I have one last thing I want to say outside of this is I think we went over a lot of good stuff, but I think one thing is that kind of sucks like on Facebook, this is totally, I know I'm throwing a curveball here, but on Facebook, they have this thing that block, like allows people, you know, everybody sees that you, you, you talk to them and stuff. And you can actually block that, so it's basically not shown as seen. And so I actually use unseen a lot because then, you know, when when somebody writes you, if they you see it, they expect you to write back. Huh. Uh, so I use that. And another thing I use on my phone is there's on on the iPhone, you can have it so that it shows unseen too whenever you're looking at your voicemail message, your messages. So then you don't feel obligated to write back or to communicate back when they hit you um, because they don't know that you saw it. Right. Because People are paying attention to, oh, they saw it. Why didn't you write me back? Like, I heard right. people, I saw you see it, but why didn't you write me back? They saw it two, well, you know, five hours ago. Well, I got shit to do. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get shit done. So right. I'm just saying, like, there, there's it's unseen on, on Google Chrome. You know, you have it on your phone. Just look for, I don't know what it's actually called there, but there's a way to block it. So you could do that. And not saying this mm. is the greatest thing in the whole world, but I am saying some people like me, when somebody writes you, you kind of feel obligated. Like, my ADD says, when there's an email coming into my box, you know, and it's unread, I've got to read it. So, so the one thing that I do is I have one box that every, you know, everything that's unread needs to get done. Um, I hear you, so, yeah. you know, I'm same thing if there's a, you know, a message like that. So just to share that, that maybe that's a little tactical um, thing to help. No, totally useful. Totally yep. useful. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, and that was the last thing on my list. I had a, I had a whole list of things, but I, I think this was great. It was really fun because it actually allowed me to dive in, hack in my own brain a little bit, and think about it, and um, you know, think about things that I don't normally just sit down and say, "What are these things that I do?" Because um, this isn't my world. I don't teach people productivity. I don't teach people um, things like that. So it's cool. So hopefully everybody listened, and your listeners got a lot of value of our conversation. Um, and, and that was kind of my intention of giving some cool little things and um, you know sharing. And, and I'm very grateful for both of you guys having me. Well, it was awesome, Matt. Thank you so much. Very, very, very good stuff. Yeah. Several great resources for people to check out to get shit done, like Matt Basak, the powerful promoter back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing about your crazy super secret ninja project. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it when it launches, so let us know for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. Awesome. Matt, thank you again. Really looking forward to talking in the near future and appreciate you jumping on for a Get Shit Done episode. Absolutely. Can't wait till it's out. Actually, I will listen to this one. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. There you go. Good job. See ya. All right, guys. Over and out. Want to get more shit done in your life? Go to GetShitDone.com and enter your name and email.